episode 107, Summer Intuition. Educators, is your passion tank running on empty? Look no further. Gretchen of Always a Lesson has a double dose of just what you need. Come fill yourself up with an empowering educator's podcast to start your day feeling empowered. Hey, late educators, this is Gretchen of Always a Lesson. So I'm an educator who realized that lessons are all around us if we just take the time to notice. And then when we do, we can really perfect our craft. Well, this podcast is especially for the elite. Those are the ones who take the time to invest in themselves, like listening to podcasts just like this one. That way they can be their best for those that they serve. I share the lessons I learned, am learning, and will learn so that you can apply the nuggets of knowledge without the baggage that comes with learning the lesson yourself. My aim is to empower you every episode, so tune in for what's in store for you today. Let's talk about tuning in to our summer intuition so that we can do what is needed to rejuvenate ourselves while not judging others doing what helps themselves rejuvenate, especially when it's different from what we are doing. So let's reignite your passion and potential. Are you ready? Here we go. So this podcast episode is really different than anything I've ever done in the last 100 episodes One thing I truly believe in with this podcast is making sure my content is truly empowering to you. And the way to do that is make sure I'm passionate about talking about it. And in order to do that, I have to be on fire for it. Something had to have come across my plate that made me say, oh my gosh, I've got to talk about this right now. And so even though I am type A and I like to schedule things out, I have never done that with a podcast. I have made sure that every week I wait until I'm just hit with something that truly makes me want to speak about it, and that way it's authentic when it comes across to you. And this week is no different. Something occurred on social media that really kind of fired me up a bit, and it fired me up so much that I didn't even want to wait until I could get home to sit down and get everything ready to record the way I normally do. I just grabbed my phone and started talking, and so the audio on here is probably not the greatest, and As I mentioned to you on the clip, you know, it's not going to be the most professionally edited podcast episode, but it's real, it's raw, it might be a bit rambling, (laughs) but I'm just kind of talking as the thoughts are hitting me, no outline whatsoever, so please forgive me. But that's what makes this so important because it's something all of you are probably facing right now in terms of not really listening to your intuition when it comes to this summer break, and it is so timely to what is happening to all of us educators, I think it's important to just raise awareness to it. So no more introduction than that. Let's just dive into my pre-recorded audio from my cell phone. Well, hey everyone. I decided to try something new today. I'm traveling in the car on the way to the grocery store and this topic for this podcast is just bothering me. So instead of waiting till I got home, I thought maybe I could record on my cell phone. So I'm sure the noise is going to be pretty bad and it's not going to be probably the most professionally edited podcast episode, but the content is really what's the most important. Let me turn down this music too. I haven't um, driven in the car without music on since my daughter gets pretty upset when um, there's not music and she's in the back seat. So this may get pretty entertaining 
but I'll just do my best. And if this ends up not turning out good, then I'll just record it later. But anyway, I was in a Facebook group and the topic about summer and relaxation came up and everyone happens to be super excited for the upcoming school year, which is kind of a first for me because normally in June, lots of teachers are excited for all their vacations and needing a break. They just finished lots of testing. The kids were crazy. You know, they're just ready to get a little sanity before they do it again. But for some reason, everyone is just super excited for next year, which to me is awesome to see. I'm glad teachers don't feel burnt out because I feel like that's what I'm used to hearing. So this was um, a, good, a good different. And so in watching the thread in the Facebook groups, some other folks were getting upset and saying, you know, please go enjoy your summer. Take it from me. I'm a veteran of such and such amount of years. You need the rest so that you can be your best. And I've said that to y'all many times. So I, I agree with that as well. However, it, it started this kind of two-sided argument of those that are really on fire for education and sleep it and eat it and dream it and they just want to do it all the time. And then there are the folks that are trying to be encouraging to say, hey, that might be unhealthy to just keep going full throttle. You don't want to get to the beginning of the school year and have no energy because you spent it all summer. Um, but the way that it was coming across was not well received. And in thinking about that, which is, like I said, has been on my mind a lot trying to, I, I understand both sides, is I think it's about the fact that we didn't ask anyone's opinion. For example, a lot of teachers are on there saying, oh, does anyone have a resource for teaching blank? And that's when the comment would come, oh my gosh, are you thinking about next year? Like, go take a break, have a summer. And that was a natural response, and I wouldn't have thought anything of it, but then others started chiming in, and more people would ask for different resources, and it just started getting louder and louder, the message of stop planning for next year. And it never went backwards in terms of the people asking for resources. They never replied to these comments. They just kind of let it off their back, which I applaud you for that because I think that's important that you took the high road. And I, I'm just very much against having an argument on social media, um, especially over something where it's just someone's preference. But it made me think larger picture here about the school year and how these things happen with colleagues and how it creates such a negative space because you've offered your opinion on someone else's situation without being invited in. It wasn't like the teacher had said, hey, I'm so excited for the next year. I have all these ideas. Can I get your pick your brain a minute? Um, or do you think I should just go relax for a little while and come back in a month? In which case, if someone said, go enjoy your summer, then it makes sense because that was the invitation asking for an opinion. However, they had said, hey, I just need this whatever resource. And the person chimes in and says, go take a summer. And the person's probably thinking, you know, ooh, I was really on fire and excited. And you kind of just took the wind out of my sails. And that between colleagues is, is not good because you need to work together. You need to support one another. And we all have different styles. And my father has preached to me numerous times. You need to say the message in the way the other person needs to receive it. And I'm thinking, I don't have time to change the message based on so-and-so needing it to be 
more encouraging or so-and-so needs it to be more blunt or so-and-so needs just the facts or so-and-so needs the story. You know, that's like too much effort and a waste of time. And gosh, is he right? I mean, so many times have I realized even though my intentions are always of the best for the other person, you know, it, it lands on deaf ears and then actually ends up hurting the relationship because it was not asked for. It wasn't like the person came and said, hey, can I have some advice on this? It was just an opinion thrown out at the person unrelated to what they were even asking for. And so on social media, I've learned kind of the unwritten rule that if someone is asking for something and you don't have a reply for them, or you have something that counteracts what they're asking for, to wait until they invite you into the dialogue, keep your mouth shut is kind of what I'm saying because it creates such a negative vibe and I don't want anyone to be disheartened if you love education and you want to plan over the summer. I do think veteran teachers come from a good place when they say you need a break, pull it back a little bit, but maybe it could have been said differently like hey I'm so excited for you that you are already thinking about the next year. Your kids are already off to a great start with a teacher who is planning this far in advance don't forget to take some time for yourself. And that may have come across a little bit better than however it was phrased before. But when thinking about collegial relationships, it's so important that we wait for the person to approach us or at least use phrasing that invites us to share our opinion. And I am one to even give this advice because I'm so opinionated and I'm so like, let me help you not make any of the mistakes I've ever made. And some people are like, whatever, like, let me live my life. I want to make the mistakes. I didn't ask you. <laughs> and I never had younger siblings. I have two older brothers. So, you know, I'm not used to having to wait for someone to really reach out to me and, and talk about something that's on their mind. I'm used to just like, hey, <laughs> this is what I think. And that's not good either. And in thinking about my relationships with my mentees and the new teachers I coached is I was always in a role that allowed me to share my insight because that was I was assigned to that person. But then I look at colleagues that I probably jumped in with that same mindset because I was so used to it in all the other facets of my life that I didn't know how to censor. I didn't know how to take that hat off and wait till I earned the privilege of giving the advice. And I'm thinking, man, I wonder if I damaged some of the relationships because I jumped in too soon or the way I jumped in was incorrect. So I'm, I'm sharing this in hopes that it's a reminder that we wait to be invited. It doesn't mean we watch a train wreck happen but we need to wait until that that moment where it's either going the wrong direction and we need to intervene quickly or someone approaches us and says, hey, can I ask you something? And you're like, oh my gosh, I've been waiting. I've been <laughs> biting my tongue, you know, whatever. And they may laugh and say, you should have said something sooner. But for the sake of the relationship, I think it's out of respect for one another to use their cues you know and these poor people asking for resources didn't ask for you to shame them because their decision is to work during the summer that may be the only time they have to work you know maybe they've already gone through that all in their head or maybe they're taking a super long vacation and they've got to you know front load the work now so that they aren't stressed when they get back you know we don't know the whole picture and I know both sides came at it with the best of intentions uh, but it just really hurt the environment more than it helped. 
especially on social media, which can get nasty very quickly. And it didn't. I just want to say that it was very professional to everyone involved, but it just rubbed me the wrong way. And I, I, it again, made me keep thinking about it. And, but now that I am pulling into the Publix parking lot, I need to put this on pause and I will chime back in. Okay. I'm back. And it's starting to rain, unfortunately, so you may hear some wipers or some rain, but that's life, right? All right, so in thinking about what are we going to do with this information about making sure that we're invited into this conversation, and the whole point of this episode about summer intuition is I really want you to decide what is best for you. So, for example, maybe you are someone that needs to work on things for your classroom during the summer because one you like it or two that's your only downtime to really get ahead for the school year or maybe it's your hobby like I said that it's just something that you truly enjoy and it gets you excited for the school year and puts a little pep in your step you know or maybe maybe you have something on your to-do list that you've been meaning to get done And this is the only time you really have to do it and and you want the best for your students. Maybe you wanted to expand on a unit of study or you wanted to reach out to get some pen pals, which is a big thing right now, try and find another classroom to pen pal with or do a Skype author visit. And now it's just the opportunity, you know, go for it. Or maybe you're the type of person that in order for you to be your best, you absolutely have to take the time off. I know for me, at first I used to tutor because I loved kids and that's what I enjoy doing and I would nanny. And then it got to the point where I was with kids 24-7 that during the summer I needed a break. And so I worked at the Gap for the longest time. Not that I loved retail or working with adults all the time or whatever the schedule was a bit grueling working till 11 at night most nights but for me that was my way to unplug and kind of have this other side of myself that had been put on pause while I was you know being a teacher um and that so I have been both of these teachers the ones that you know before I even taught I was reading every teacher book I was writing note cards and filing them in a recipe box of things I wanted to do and every summer going through them and deciding okay this is how I'd structure my class and I was gung-ho and then after about three years I realized I needed a break and that was okay and that was an internal struggle for me to to say I'm still going to be a great teacher even though I have to time out for a minute and I ended up being so excited for the school year because I had you know put it on pause I looked forward to spending every moment doing it and I got excited for it again especially when you have a rough year that you just finished maybe with some challenging kids or challenging parents or challenging administration or challenging standards and you just were like oh my gosh I don't want to do anything school related and that is fine but I want you to listen to your gut listen to that intuition what kind of person are you which camp do you fall under and it is okay that your teaching bestie is different than you or everyone on social media is telling you one thing if you want to work on things and people say don't go work on things or if you don't and everyone's making you feel like you should don't because you know yourself you know what is going to be best for you and you have got to put yourself first this summer so that you can put your kids first in the school year and so that means that you have to right now decide and commit to one side or the other now some of you are kind of in the middle 
but you're going to listen to your gut in terms of how much you can work on it. Maybe it's, you know, for me in the evenings, once my daughter's in bed is the time that I get to connect with my husband, but it's also the only time I really have to get other things done that I couldn't get done during the day. So maybe twice a week, I decide with my husband, which two days I'm going to kind of plug myself in the office and not connect with him. And the other three during the week, um, are going to be dedicated to him. And then weekends are always family time. So I, I never touch those. But listening to my gut, I can't do one or the other. I have to do a mix. That's my intuition. That's what's best for me. And I can't let anyone pressure me one way or the other. And so I'd have to be true to myself, put myself on a schedule and make sure I commit to it because, hey, I could work too much or I could not work enough. And both of those aren't good for me. So I have to find that balance. But it's not what everyone else is doing. And I love that people are asking each other for advice in forums, like in a Facebook group. But after you get some of that advice, then spend time with yourself and and give yourself that advice and say, okay, what is in my gut that is telling me I need to do so that I can be the best. And if someone does say something to you that gets under your skin about what you should or shouldn't be doing, I wouldn't even engage in that conversation because they probably mean well and have probably learned the lesson the hard way. And just like I did, I had to be gung-ho for those first three years because I was learning to teach. So that was appropriate for me at the time. And then that fourth year, I changed it up because that was best for me at the time. So what I'm saying is there are seasons where you might be on the other side of the fence. And yeah, you may look back and say, I wish I had done things differently. But for right now, with the information you have and the season of life you're in, you do you. And it is okay. I want you to feel good in your skin and good in your teacher hat that you are doing what you can to be your best, whether that means sipping a cocktail on a beach or sitting with a laminating machine, getting your manipulatives ready for the school year. Both are okay. Both make great teachers. It's just about what your mind and your body need. And so that's why I wanted to bring this to your attention. I hope that I didn't ruffle any feathers because this has turned into quite the conundrum in this one Facebook group. And I'm not going to chime in and share my two cents because that just is going to make this go on and on. But this is kind of like the staff lounge. Everyone's kind of sharing their opinions and whether it's welcomed or not. And I I really want you to think throughout this school year, uh, know how you feel right now if someone's kind of pressuring you to be a certain person, whether it's coming in at 7 a.m. and leaving at 7 p.m. You know, if that's not you, then that's not you. And you got to be okay with people telling you that you should do it different. But you also have to be okay that you're not the way other people are expecting you to be. And in turn, the best thing that you can do is not share your opinion unless you're asked. Wait until that invitation or someone that you're working with seems like they're struggling and they come to you in confidence. And then you can say, what has worked for me is or what I suggest. And then share the rationale. A lot of times people are more open to your opinion when they understand why you're saying that. For example, when I said... You know, oh, my first three years, I had to work that hard all the time because I was learning behavior management. I was learning the curriculum. I was so new and wet behind the ears. I needed all the time I could get. And later I realized that wasn't healthy for me, nor did I really need it. And so for someone to come to you and say, hey, as a veteran teacher, I want you to take time for yourself so you can kind of get over the year that you just had. 
have a clean slate to start the next year because in my experience blank 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 and at least you can respect them for sharing one their opinion and two the rationale but again my biggest goal in this episode is to really bring this to light and allowing us to know as a colleague to each other we have to wait until that invitation is given for us to say what they should or shouldn't be doing and on the other side of that I want you to be okay and follow your intuition and do what's best for you regardless of the advice that you're giving and I know that that could be hard and that could be scary and that can be challenging but that's what colleagues are for is for support and so maybe you just need to say I'm doing what's best for me and I want your support and they should be able to give that to you. All right, Elite Educators, that is a wrap for this week's podcast on using your intuition to make decisions that are best for your mental and physical health this summer season. And don't forget to wait for the invitation before giving out your own advice. Now go out and be great because you've just been empowered. This podcast is a member of the Education Podcast Network, a podcast network that encourages you to think about your profession and succeed in the world of education. Whether you're a first-year educator or a seasoned veteran, there is a podcast for you. All of the shows are produced by educators who want to shape education through meaningful discussion and content. So head on over to edupodcastnetwork.com for more details.